Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. My name's Rich, the host around these parts. I want to thank you for putting us in your earbuds. I know there's a lot of things you could be listening to today, but we're just counted a privilege. We're honored that you would take some time out uh, to spend time with us today. Well, today's going to be a little bit of a different episode. Normally, we have great interviews with church leaders from a bunch of different backgrounds, really trying to expose you uh, to some fantastic leaders and hopefully some thinking that's challenging you and growing you. Uh, We do that week in, week out. Well, today we're going to try something a little bit different. We're doing something I'm calling a traction tactic episode. What we're going to be doing is drilling in on a specific tactic that we used at our church that helped us gain traction in the last year. In fact, today we're going to be looking at something I'm kind of excited about, I'm kind of pumped about. This past February, uh, we published, self-published a book and gave it away for free. Um, And you know what? The impact that had on our church was huge. We were able to make a big day out of just a normal Sunday and saw over 30% year-over-year increase uh, because of doing this, you know, simple tactic of self-publishing. And so... We're going to talk about that today. We're going to dig into some of the details, try to give you as much information as possible. And, you know, the punchline here is we were able to do this for about 71 cents a piece for the individual books. And it really was a great win for our church. Not only uh, was it a great tool to help us encourage our people, invite their friends, uh, but it also was just a fun project to be a part of. And so today what I want to talk about is really publishing as an invite tool. But before we kind of jump into some of the practical stuff, let's talk about why we did this. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to increase the invitability of our Sunday services. Now, you know and I know that the reason why or the kind of mechanism by which people come to our services is because they've been invited by a friend. Now, every couple of years, our church does... A, um, a relationship series. We take some time out to help people with just some practical advice from scripture uh, on relationships. In fact, this is kind of seen as core content. It's stuff that uh, people love to invite their friends to. Um, you know, in the past, we've seen great traction from it. People have, you know, invited their friends and it's, they've really counted it as some of the, you know, kind of their favorite series that we uh, do here. But let's think about that moment when you invite a friend to your church. You're going to say, you know, the people in your church are going to invite them and say, hey, come to this thing in our church. We've got this great relationship series. Hey, you know, we want to just provide practical help for you. What we wanted to do was in that moment, give our people an even bigger hook to invite their friends. And what we said was this, we're our pastor, Tim uh, Lucas, our lead pastor, is going to be publishing his very first book. And we're going to give it away for free to everyone who attends this series that's coming up. So we, what we did by giving away this book and promoting it ahead of time as a free tool that they could give to their friends, it encouraged our people to talk to their friends and invite them to come because it was different than anything else we had done. It wasn't just like, oh, we're doing a relationship series. What we were saying was we were doing a relationship series and our pastor is giving away his first book for free at this. We would love to have you come. Now, this is important. Don't miss this. A big part of getting your church to grow is motivating your people to invite their friends, is giving them tools that they can use, practical tools they can use that make it easy for them to invite their friends. And this 
publishing as an invite tool was really all about that. It was about helping our people talk to their friends. We were giving them another story uh, to tell their friends. Now, the reason why we picked this content was because we knew it already was content that people love to invite their friends to. We've seen that in the past time and time again. It was also core content. It was content that um, our lead pastor, Tim Lucas, felt like he had you know enough content that he had kind of preached on in the past and he felt like, hey, yeah, I could probably package that up into a book. And this is what I would encourage you to think about. Maybe there's some, you know, there's a series, don't get hung up if you're, if you're not, you know, maybe you're more of a, um, you know, verse by verse kind of church and you don't do, you know, needs based, um, you know, preaching like this, but maybe there's a, a type of content that you are really excited about, or your people more importantly are really excited about inviting their friends for. Think about that and think, what if I was to package up, you know, you'd need to write somewhere between 10 and 15,000 words to be able to do what we're going to talk about today. But what if you were able to package that up and give it away to your friends? You know, free is still a great marketing uh, tool. You know, giving something away for free is a great hook for people. They really do. Um, you know, we'll talk to their friends about that. Um, and so, yeah, what if you were to do that um, and put it together into a book? Now, for us, it was important that not only, uh, you know, was it, a, you know, did we have this kind of promise that we were giving away uh, Tim's first book, but we wanted to make it look and feel like an actual published book. We, we didn't want it to feel self-published, even though we were just publishing it ourselves. And so I'm going to share, share with you some of the lessons we learned along that way uh, to try to help make it a great product uh, for people because obviously ultimately what we're building trust on is our people inviting their friends and saying hey our pastor is publishing his first book and we're going to give it away for free if when they came and we gave them that book if that book was low quality if the book wasn't something great we would lose trust with our people and so we wanted to make sure it not only uh, was good content uh, but it was also kind of looked like a, a great book and so if you're um, following along online today listening in via audio so glad you're here. Um, you know, you're going to be able to kind of gather everything you need to know. But I would also encourage you to drop by the website because we actually have this whole presentation on video and there's some slides uh, that show some pictures as we go and it will better show, um, you know, visually what we were talking about. So we really focused our content production on really two different things. When we talked about producing the book, we, we wanted to develop quality content and we want to have quality production. So not only great things to say, but also, you know, packaged in a great package. And so let's talk a little bit about the content first. So these, what we did was um, the last time around, the first message that Tim preached in our relationship series was a home run. People loved it. They've shared it tons, literally thousands of times online. Um, and it, it, the title of that message was you married the wrong person. Great hook. And you know, what we did was we decided we're going to use that message, which he preached a few years ago as the beginning of the book. And basically the book is 50% is old messages that we have done that Tim has preached on relationships, kind of rewritten for this format. And then the other 50% is new content, is kind of unique to this book. But what we did was we we knew that that had resonated in the past. And so we called the book, You Married the Wrong Person. It has a great title. That's a fun, you know, thing to talk about each other with. And, and the, you know, the idea behind that. Well, Tim's going to actually tell you about that in a second. But, we, you know, it, the content didn't just magically come. It, it takes a while to, to write. It's it's not an overnight process. And so for Tim, what we did was about 18 months before we published, 
Tim actually uh, took the the uh, his transcripts because he actually preaches from a transcripts, and he did his first pass on kind of converting the transcripts into a written format. So they worked, uh, you know, to be read, not to be just preached publicly in front of an audience. And then from there, we worked with an editor, um, so you know, someone who uh, you know writes for a living, and we asked them to help us kind of uh, sculpt that text, get it to a place where it you know felt uh, great. Gave a lot of feedback to Tim and he obviously took that and massaged it and then when we came into actually publishing we gathered together a team of friends who um, really from a bunch of different perspectives uh, you know a professional writer friend um, you know volunteer from the church uh, another couple staff members who could listen from like a um, you know a counseling point of view from another pastor from kind of a pastoral point of view and we gathered this group together and over about a month we asked them to read through the content and really comb it down. We literally just loaded the text up on Google Docs and had them make hundreds of suggestions um, on the, t the on the document. Now, at the end of the day, Tim made all the revisions. He said yes or no to whichever revisions we were, you know, going with. But we wanted to gather people around it. And this, you know, it was important to me as the person that was kind of driving this project that Tim felt really good about the product. That he felt like, okay, this is quality content. This actually does say what I wanted to say, and it's well written. Now, I've been involved in some writing projects in the past where um, you know, pastors try to write books and it's actually really hard to do because spoken text or getting up and speaking is very different than written text. And so, um, you know, one of the things I'm really proud about the actual text from You Married the Wrong Person, the book that we gave away for free, is that when you read it and if you know Tim, it sounds like him, but it's written, which is very hard to do. And so I was really proud with how it sounded in the end. It it, it really did re retain his voice is you know what the writers would say. It, it really retained... Uh, it sounded like him. It sounded like um, you know this was him uh, just simply sitting down and and talking with someone. It was it was fantastic. I was really proud about it. But you know on top of that, we not only wanted uh, it to to sound great, it'd be great content, but we also wanted it to be quality production. We wanted the book uh, to feel like a real book. We you know there was I think there was a time when self published books had a bit of a stigma behind them because it was seen actually at one point they were called vanity press because it was like oh I can't get a publisher to publish. Publish, uh, I'm going to publish it myself. But we didn't want it to be like that. We want it to be high quality. You know what? I want to take a break here. We're going to listen in to Tim Lucas. This is the uh, my senior pastor, the senior pastor of the church that I serve at as a part of the leadership team, and um, the guy who wrote this book. And he's going to tell us a little bit about the book, uh, You Married the Wrong Person. You'll hear it's kind of in a trailer format. This was a, a social media piece that we put together as we were launching. He's going to tell you a little bit about the book and why we gave it away uh, for free. We decided to give the book away for free because so many people I talk to are struggling when it comes to relationships. I talk to a lot of single friends who feel frustrated by their quest for the perfect partner. But the good news is I believe compatibility is wildly overrated. And God may have somebody for them hiding right in plain sight, but they just need eyes to see that. Likewise, I talk to a lot of married couples who live in survival mode. They may have a couple of kids and they're doing all they can to juggle their jobs, their home life, school, and sports. And apart from like the periodic date night, the romance has cooled. And the question I want to answer is how can they find passion amidst the pressures of everyday life? But I also wrote the book for those who have gone through divorce or are even considering it. I believe a fresh start with God is always 
possible. I really hope the book will help heal whatever hurts they have and inspire them to take a, a fresh look at what makes a healthy relationship. So whether folks are single, married, or single again, You Marry the Wrong Person is for them. It's free and we're giving it away to everybody at Liquid Church. All right. So yeah, you get a sense of what he was talking about there, you know, that we're, it gives you a sense of what the book's about and then kind of the passion behind it and why we're giving it away. Now it's important here. What we, um, you know, really promoted it as, you know, this book, we're giving it away for free. Now we did everything we could, including putting together trailers, social media pieces, all kind we did it's our own website, your own married the wrong person.com. Um, we did, uh, handout cards and everything, but we, what we did was we promoted both the series and the book at the same time. So we really saw this as both a, a relationship series and a book launch. So we talked about it as if it was a book launch like Tim was selling a book, but we were giving it away for free. And so you can even see if you're watching on the video, it's fine if you're not, I'll read it to you. If you're watching on the video on all the invite cards, even the series was called Modern Love. And on the back, there's a picture of the book and it says, in relationships, little things make a big difference. Whether you're single or married, come learn the surprising secret of dating, love, and marriage this February. Visit Liquid Church for this message series, Modern Love, and receive a free copy of Pastor Tim's new book. And then there's a picture, obviously, there uh, of the book. Now, this is important. We sold together to our people the series and the book. What we were saying was come to the series and we will give you this free book. What we weren't saying was, hey, we're giving away this free book. We really wanted to dovetail these two together. We wanted there really to be wedded in people's minds that if they come, they will get a free book. Now, when they actually arrived throughout the series, now most people pick them up on the first week, but what they got when they came to the series um, was, you know, in the first message from the you know first week, which I'll provide links to that. I can actually, I'll provide a link in the show notes today um, to the first message so you can see it if you want to, if you're interested, you want to dive deeper and see how kind of Tim um, preaches the first message called You Married the Wrong Person and then also talks about how he gave away the book. What we did was in people's programs, there was a response card. We've talked a lot about response cards at Unseminary, but what the response card was, was a place for people to fill out their information, kind of let us know their name, their email address, their phone number. And then what they did was they took this card as they left the service and handed it in at a desk and we exchanged that card for their free book so we didn't just pass them down the aisle we exchanged their contact information for a book that's important because we wanted to build you know momentum and all these things obviously a part of what we're trying to do we try we call it attraction tactic is we're trying to connect with people and then get them to come back again we don't want them just to show up once for this series and go away and what we said to them was if you give us your contact information today you're going to get a free book at the back of the room so you'll get that today before you leave but then we're also going to email you tonight We're going to enter all these cards into our database. And well, we didn't say it in the database. We just said tonight, um, we're going to not only give you this physical book, but you're also going to get the Kindle and the uh, a Kindle version, a PDF version, and the iBook version. So if you're a digital reader, you're going to get one of those for free. Uh, you get all those for free as well. And so that gave us the kind of uh, excuse why we needed their email address. It also gave us the opportunity to, to make that one-time follow-up with them to just keep that conversation going. 
obviously we also then took those same email addresses and we emailed them two more times once was before the next sunday so they came on opening sunday uh, they got their free book we emailed them before the next sunday and said hey you got to come back for part two it's even better than part one um, it's going to be great we'd love to have you come the other thing we did was at the end of the series we emailed them and asked them um, if they would be interested in reviewing the book and so we provided a, a link to amazon.com which we'll talk about in a minute um, where they could go and review the book as well um, which is a great way you know to just kind of continue to build momentum throughout uh, you know with a tactic like this so now the incredible thing about this it really did exceed my expectation I was hoping for a 15 to 20 percent bump um, in attendance to me that would have been a win um, for us that's hundreds of new people uh, from the year before and you know that's a great win for us when we talk about making a big day um, you know in the, at the middle of February or the early February um, you know in a northern state it's hard to get people to come to church anytime and so letting them uh, you know having a bump of 30% is incredible so we obviously collected all that data and actually what we've seen looking back now now we're months away from this you know looking back at what was the long-term impact that this give this book giveaway in February became a momentum builder, which then helped us as we went into a uh, you know our strongest kind of lead up to Easter season ever, our biggest Easter and then spring and now summer. So we really, at least from my perspective, I see this as the beginning of a run of growth that we've been in, you know encountering these days at Liquid, and it really draws back to this one particular piece that we talked about, this kind of giving away uh, of a book. So let's take a look under the hood. Let's look behind the curtain and talk about some of the practical tactics. What did we do um, to help you know, produce this uh, deal? And, and there's a lot we could talk about. Frankly, if you wanna contact me, rich at unseminary.com, we could probably talk for hours on you know, how we did this project and you know, and I've wondered if other churches would be interested, and there may be an opportunity there, you know, to help kind of churches that may want to package a book like this together. I could probably help you with that, um, but we need to think about how we would would do that. But anyways, I want to just kind of give you a flyover of some of the practical pieces about how we made this book and gave it away. The fir first thing about the cover. People do judge the book by a cover, by its cover. Um, that's just true. You know, that's that that that's a truism um, that has been true for as long as it's you know ever been. And this is true uh, again, you know, today. And so you've got to make a great a cover for the book. In fact, um, for us. Um, you know, we do have designers on staff at Liquid. We're really fortunate. We have some incredible designers on staff. But what we wanted to do was actually outsource the cover design because we were actually doing this in the craziness of Christmas time. This series launched in the beginning of February. We were doing all this design work late November, early December, which, you know, you know, as a church leader is a crazy time of year. And so we took this out of house and used a site called 99designs. Now, what 99designs is, is it's a site, an outsourcing site where you go and you basically walk through their process and tell them what it is that you want. They have a kind of a de series of detailed forms that you fill out. You give them some money and then they run a contest that, and they have designers literally from all over the world who um, who will bid in and they, they actually do the first round of designs. We ended up getting 124 different entries. So we had 124 different um, covers to pick from. And it was incredible. You know, And if you look on screen, I've just provided some of them. 
you know, there's a lot there, um, you know, but they, what, it, what they, it gives you the opportunity to really see a lot of different designs, get a sense of what it could look like. And then from there, what you do is you pick kind of a few of your favorites, work with those designers, kind of refine them. And then eventually you pick one winner and you say, yes, that's the one I want. And then at that point you get, um, you know, the cover design for us. The reason why it was good to use 99 designs was because, you know, our, 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 team was really busy leading up into Christmas, but then also books do have a specific kind of language that they use. And we wanted them to, we wanted it to fit, um, you know, other books that people would see on Amazon, because obviously when we're going to promote it, we're going to need a great cover image. Even before they have the book, it's just going to be on an invite card and there's going to be a picture of the front of the book. That's literally what people are going to judge on. Are they going to invite their friend is does the front of the book look great? And so for us, it was important for us to do a good job and kind of fit within that genre. In the end, it's funny, our designer, actually, if you look at her portfolio, it's actually a lot of romance novels, which is kind of funny. Um, probably fits actually, um, because you know, we're obviously talking about relationship stuff. So it was a great experience. 99 designs. We've used them for t-shirts as well in the past because we've run into t-shirt design problems in the past as well. Um, but, uh, I would highly recommend them if you want more information, just send me an email or just check out 99designs.com. Uh, now, there's not only the exterior of the book, but then there's the interior of the book or what they call typesetting is kind of the more traditional language for that. And what that is, is kind of how the pages look like. And I never really considered this too much, but actually in a well-designed interior of a book, I think is what sets kind of the traditional self-published books apart from, um, you know, normally published or professionally published books. A great designed book on the inside just looks fantastic. And I'm really happy with how ours uh, turned out. We ended up doing four interior designs of the book. We did a print interior, obviously the one that we sent to the printer and, um, you know, that they used to actually print it. We did PDF, uh, so it could just, um, you know, you could just email it to friends. And actually, if you go to our show notes today uh, and check them out, uh, you'll be able to download a PDF version of uh, the book. So you can get it and try it and take a look at it, read it, and whatever you want there. Um, third, uh, we did a Kindle version. We were wanted to doing the digital publishing like we talked about earlier so we could, you know, encourage people to give us their email address. Plus, we wanted to publish on Amazon, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. And then an iBook version for the, you know, the Apple people among us who read on their phones and on, you know, their their um, iPads and, and stuff like that. So again, we used a service here that we've talked about in the past called Elance. Elance is an outsourcing service. Um, it's kind of like eBay but for freelancers. Now it's actually changing their name. They're changing their name to Upwork this summer. Um, but if you, if you go to Elance, they'll still be there or Upwork.com. And what they are is a marketplace of freelancers. And so it, very similar to 99designs, but you kind of define what you're looking for here. I basically put together, um, you know, a short description about 500 words that said, I'm, this is what I'm looking for. Here are the formats I'm looking for. Here is the actual text or, you know, close version of the text. So the designers can could see what, and then I asked them for references. I want to see past work that you've done. I want, you know, you to give me some idea of what you would do with this particular um, version. We ended up using a designer from Chicago, great guy who did a fantastic rush. I'm really proud of the interior. Um, each, you know, chapter at the kind of the beginning of the chapter, there's an image that matches the front of the book. So first we did obviously the cover, then we did interior next. So it, it all hangs together quite well um, and looks, uh, you know, fantastic. In the end, I was, like I say, it was super happy uh, with how that turned out. Now next we, now this is, might be an interesting thing for you to think about. We 
gave the book away for free, but we wanted it to we wanted it to look like now we never said it was published. We never said like, oh, this was Tim's published book. We just said it was Tim's new book. In fact, if anybody that looked at it closely, one of the things that we wanted inter interior you know, interior wise, we didn't want it. We didn't want to misrepresent ourselves. We wanted it to look like this is actually being published by Liquid Church. And so if you look at the book, it says right on it, published by Liquid Church. It's not, we didn't set up a shell company and make it sound like, you know, Thomas Nelson or anything like that. We literally just published it as Liquid Church, but we wanted it to be kind of swinging the same leagues as much as possible as traditionally published books. And so actually more so than a publisher, I think there was a time in the past where having a publisher meant something. And I, although that still probably does in some circles, um, for, for most of our people, be up, being up on Amazon is actually a bigger deal than being published. And Amazon has made it very easy for you as a self-publisher uh, or as a you know publishing system like this that we're talking about to publish your works. Amazon really is amazing. They do make it very simple. Uh, for you to make uh, this happen. There's two different parts of Amazon you need to know about. The first is called FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon. And what this is, is you go on, if you just literally search Fulfillment by Amazon, you'll find uh, a link to that. And what Fulfillment by Amazon does, it, it allows any business to set up an account where you rent space, it's $40 a month, where you rent shelf space at Amazon's warehouses. You put, you send them crates of your books or boxes of your books. You have to describe the size and all that sort of thing, but you send them the books that you want to sell. You set the price. Um, they take a commission off the top. It's fairly hefty. It's like, you know, 40% or something like that. It's pretty high. Um, you, you take that and you have to pay shipping costs and all that. Um, you know, you set the price and then they'll be available online. It literally within days of, you know, you getting books, um, to them, they'll be up and ready to sell. So, you know, once your books are published, you literally just have to mail them, you UPS them. They even put set to set up these really easy to use forms or you print them off and print them and put them on the box and send them to them. But FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon. Now, we were not trying to make money off of any of this Amazon stuff. All we were trying to do was just to show our people like, hey, it's a real book. You can, it's like a book book. It's, it's not, um, you know, it's not like a photocopied thing that we ran off on the printer. And so we wanted it to be on um, Amazon. Our goal was never to make uh, money. We, our Amazon stuff, what we've tried to do is just cover our cost on Amazon, um, which has happened uh, so far. The other part, so FBA, that's the first part of Amazon I need to know. The other one is KDP, which is Kindle Digital Publishing. Now this, um, we basically took the file from uh, the designer, the interior designer, um, and uploaded it onto Kindle. And the K KDP is incredible. It is so easy to use. You can literally take your Kindle file, upload it onto Kindle, and it will be available worldwide within a matter of hours, uh, anywhere, anywhere in the world, people can download the book and, you know, for free or whatever you, whatever you decide to charge for it. Um, it may, they make it very easy uh, to do. So our book was available both as a Kindle version and as a, um, an online or, you know, a physical product version as well. And they do a good job. You basically, um, the one thing that's a bit weird is you have to set up, you know, you kind of set up your page on the FBA site. So, you know, on the fulfillment by Amazon site because it's a physical one and then you do it in a separate area for the Kindle one but then it just magically somehow figures out oh this is the same book and it merges them together and then you get that you know really easy interface that you have on Amazon where you can click either buy the physical book 
book or the Kindle, you know, that uh, sort of thing. So I would highly recommend. It's amazing how many people said like, wow, it's actually on Amazon too. Now we leveraged that in our pre-promotion. We were saying, hey, instead of buying it on Amazon, just come and get it for free. Again, there was a perception deal there that, that helped us, you know, benchmark the book at a certain price in people's minds, even though that was all implicit. We weren't saying that explicitly. We were saying, hey, you can come and get this book for free or if you want to get it on Amazon. And we've literally had hundreds of copies go uh, off of Amazon today. Again, it's been, uh, that's been an interesting part of uh, the process. All right, one last piece. I was really happy with our printer. We used a printer called VersaPress, and I wanted to show you, um, you know, if you're looking online, you can actually see the actual invoice uh, that we used uh, to, to print the books, and they ended up being under 72 cents. It's like 71 some cents a piece. Um, and Versa, they're in uh, Illinois. I really liked them. They were easy to work with. Now, they're, they're a printer, so you have to send them the files um, it's not like you just send them a Word document and they lay it out. You literally send them, here's the cover doc, here's the cover file, here's the interior pages. You have to give them the completed files, but then they're going to print it like any other printer. And they do a wide variety of printing. We ended up doing kind of this small book size. It's a, We tried to make it you know, really easy for people to give away. Um, and so that's a part of the reason why it's 71 or just over 71 cents um, a piece. But they'll print all different colors. You know, they'll do color interior, all that kind of thing. I, I was really happy with them. Actually, uh, I was uh, put on to them by Tim Day, a friend of mine who's been on the podcast in the past uh, because he used them to print his book um, as well. They really were great uh, to work with. If you're looking for someone to talk to over there, you just give them a call. Um, but they're VersaPress um, in East Peoria, Illinois. Their phone number is 1-800-447-7829. They're uh, great people. Pam Jans is the person I worked with. All right, coming down to the end. So what evaluation, what was kind of my takeaways from this process. So if we were to do this again, we definitely would keep the print version. It was great having a physical thing to give away to someone. In a world that's increasingly digital, physical artifacts like this have a disproportionate value. They actually mean more. You could have just emailed everyone a PDF version of it. Yes, that's true. But the, but for, you know, not that much money, I realize it's not, you know, it's not pennies, um, but for not that much money, giving people a physical book um, really resonated and people loved it. They came back, they invited their friends, you know, they asked for books. We, we you know, we gave away a book for free, but then you could buy a copy or two. Um, there's a whole other conversation on what we did there, but you know, you could buy them if you wanted as well. And it was amazing. People would say like, I'm going to take 10 copies of these and give them to friends. Fantastic. Um, so we all, we did the stop. I would say was we, um, we not only did Kindle publishing, but we also did iBook. I don't want to bash Apple because Apple is amazing. They make a lot of great po products, but their iBook publishing process is a total hassle. It is nowhere near as easy or as straightforward as the Kindle uh, digital publishing process. And so, in fact, and we had problems with it and it was late getting launched and we never had anyone complain about it. My sense is that actually no one really re uses iBook or that the, you know, Kindle is so dominant in the, in the digital book sales business um, that the iBook, it's such a hassle and it's so, you know, it's such a minor player in that, that business that I, I'm just not sure it's worth it. So I don't think in the future we would do iBook again. At least we'd evaluate it because it was, it was a hassle to get, you know, to get up and running. And then, you know, what we're really looking at is when we're gonna do the next one. I'm excited about the next project here, you know, the start. Um, I suspect this will be a tool that we'll use in our, um, you know, in our quiver, maybe on an annual basis, you know, maybe once a year we will do this for some series kind of, 
um, you know, lean together or put together content that would work well in this format, pull it together, um, you know, and then, you know, see if, see how that resonates with, uh, with people. So I'm really glad that you listened in today. Hopefully this has been helpful, maybe inspired you to get you to think about doing something different. Thank you so much for listening in uh, to Unseminar. If you have any questions, I would love to help you, um, particularly with this publishing or anything really, zip me an email, rich at unseminary.com. I'd be happy to help you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.